Hey everyone, welcome back to Launch Codes Football. My name is Chris. I'm Chris P. And I'm Chelsea. And today we are going to be talking about our 2023 fantasy draft and going and reviewing over that. Today we have a special guest here, Mr. Hanlon Sherman. He is the commissioner of our league, and he also has a lot of spicy takes and sees a lot of what we talk about. So what's up, Conlon? How you doing? Hey, everyone. Pretty good. All right. I'm I'm very curious, you know, as our commissioner, you know, I just want to thank you for giving me the number one pick. I just want to say first and foremost, I, I really appreciate that. It's just because you slid me the 10. I knew it was rigged. I knew it. Look, the last time I got the number one pick, though, it was an absolute disaster. That's when I picked Le'Veon Bell. So we're going to hope that that does not happen again here. Can only go up from here, right? Was that when he held out? Yes, that is the year that he held out. And he was Should like... gotten Jonathan Taylor. He, he wasn't in the league then. No, I mean now. Now... Okay, we have a lot to discuss here. There's a lot of pent-up emotion about this draft. Exaggerated sigh. So, let's get into it. Um, Chelsea, I see you have your rankings up here. So, why don't you talk about what you think here? Yeah, so we can start. um, We have five categories for this week um, in our review and reactions to our draft this past weekend. Um, Five categories are best team, worst team, best pick, worst pick, and sleeper player for the 2023-2024 season. Um, this could be fantasy sleeper player or just sleeper player in general for general football play. Um, so we'll start with first team. Um, shockingly to everyone, LOL, actually not really. I picked Team Hospital, which is our commissioner's team. Um, I just think the team is very well-rounded like it is every year because no one makes fantasy ranking lists. For drafts like Conlon, no one at all. True. Actual, it's an true. intense process. So I feel like the intensity of his preparation means that he deserves the best team. You want to talk about Conlon? Why did you name your team Team Hospital? What's the story? Um, okay, so I'm Team Hospital because every season I pick players with high upside but high injury potential, and then inevitably <laughs> they all get hurt. <laughs> Wasn't that like a in the middle of the season thing where you changed it? You had it from one name and then you just changed it in the middle. Yeah. It, it, well, okay. It was generally start off as something else and then it switches to Team Hospital halfway through the year when Derrick Henry rips his ACL or uh, something happens to someone. He's yeah. really not exaggerating. This happens every year to at least one of his best players. I feel that. Okay. So, what else do you think, Chelsea? So you got your best team there. I see you have a worst team category here. Yeah, yeah, I do have worst team. Unfortunately, I have to go with the one person in our league who auto-drafted, that being Team Poyer. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Um, your team was looking rough before you hit the waiver wire. He had uh, Kyler Murray as his starting quarterback, who's currently not starting the season as the starter which is not a great start to a fantasy team. So I unfortunately had to go with him. Not to say that there can't possibly be hope. I mean, you know, you could always end up being better than the projection is. But I will preface with the fact that it's not looking too good. 
<laughs> for his team right now. So we'll see how it goes. But hopefully he'll get some unexpected production out of um, some different people on his team. Because, like I said, it it's not not looking particularly good. I mean, I think the best player on his team is Justin Jefferson, which, like, is amazing, right? That's, like, the number one receiver that you want in fantasy. The number one receiver that you want in real life, arguably. Um, outside of that, it's looking a little rough. Um, I like the St. Brown pick that the computer did. Uh, that was a good wide receiver, too. He broke out last year. So I liked that. Um he has Alexander Madison as his RB2, and honestly, he might end up being his RB1 because with Dalvin Cook on, I mean, he's going to be the starter. So that's not terrible. Um, and he has some decent wide receivers on his bench, but the rest of his starters are just not looking too good. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. Actually, he has T. Higgins as well. That's a good starter, but outside of that, not not super strong. Yeah. His wide receiver game is like top tier and everything else is like not that good currently. So hopefully he can execute some trades and get some more pieces in there to help in, uh, you know, get him a boost for his team. Okay. What about your best pick here? Okay. So I'm going to sound biased because I'm picking all of my husband's picks, but hear me out. Okay. Conlon and I literally talked about this before the draft, before everyone came over. We talked about it the day before about how everyone was going to forget about how this guy existed. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, Oh, yeah, you know who won't forget me? Cause I talked about it with the commissioner. So I have a one-up except I forgot also in the heat of the draft. So it did me no good. Uh, best pick Conlon taking Kareem Hunt near the end of the draft because whatever team picks that guy up, he's going to end up being an RB1 most likely, and he's going to have an RB1 just sitting on his bench taking up space. So not only is that a great high-value pick, but it's also great trade bait. So if someone inevitably gets hurt on Team Hospital, he can just ship out Kareem Hunt and replace him like that. So really, it just works out in his favor. So there is no bias in this at all. No, no, Correct. there isn't. Absolutely I'll have zero. you know, my my initial reaction to this question was going to be you taking Tua high, but I changed it. Oh, wait, that was for my worst pick. Never mind. <laughs> We're moving on from that. And then your last thing here, your your sleeper player. Just, just get off well, her turn already. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, my worst pick... <laughs> was not ended up not being you because I found one that I thought was worse. Oh yeah, worst um, pick. Sorry. Worst pick, I have team The Truth Hurts taking Jalen Hurts in the second round at pick 16. That's a super high reach for a quarterback and I had Jalen Hurts ranked as the number 1 quarterback in my rankings from last week. So it's not that I don't like the pick of Jalen Hurts. I love the pick of Jalen Hurts. I think he's the highest upside quarterback in fantasy. However, picking him in the second round is is going to wreck havoc on his fantasy team. And I only say that because in reviewing his running backs, which he would have gotten, you know, another one in the second round, probably if he hadn't taken Jalen Hurts, his starters are currently Hall and Cook, which one of those guys is not going to pan out. Most likely probably Bryce Hall or Brees Hall will not pan be the one that doesn't pan out. Um, Cook probably will. Um, on his bench, he only has backup running backs. So I think if he had taken running back in the second round 
and then had gotten a quarterback later, like when the rest of us did, like, you know, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round, about where you usually take it, I think that his running backs would be looking a lot better. But because of the reach at Jalen Hurt of Jalen Hurts at pick 16, I just think that it really hurt his running back, not only his starters, but his depth as well. Yeah. This was a reach. Yeah. But we'll and I mean, it. there were some quarterbacks that were taken early. So it's not just him. But I mean, his his if he if he loses one starting running back, I mean, he he's gonna be done for the year. I mean, if Brees Hall or Dallin Cook get hurt, I mean he's gonna be done. So here's to hoping they don't get hurt. Yay. Um and lastly, for my sleeper player of the 2023-2024 season. I didn't pick this based on fantasy. I picked this based on real life. Um, I went with Sam Howell. Now, to NFC East people that actually have watched him, that might not be that much of a sleeper pick. However, I think the vast majority of the league is pretty clueless on him and the commanders in general because they're the commanders. No one really cares. Uh -uh. But he has pretty decent offensive skill players around him. And, I mean, he doesn't really have that much competition in regards to the QB competition in Washington. So, I mean, the job is is almost guaranteed to be his. And it's not to say that I don't think that he'll struggle. I think that, that he'll definitely have his moments where he does. But I think he has a really high upside. I think he has decent players on offense. And I think he has a good coach. So, I mean, I think he has a real chance to succeed and, and seal the starting job in Washington. Um, I think that he could get them to you know, being about a mid-team, maybe seven, eight wins with Sam Howell on that team, um, which I think is going to be too high to take a quarterback in this year's draft. And I know it'll be a deep quarterback draft. I mean, you have a bunch of people that are coming out, namely Caleb Williams, who, you know, they won't be able to take if they get seven wins. But I I'm excited to see Sam Howell go out there and, and kind of show what he can do. I mean, he's a, a UNC product from the state. So, I mean, you kind of got to cheer for guys that come out of the schools in the state that you're in. So, I mean, Love to see that. I hope he does well. That that's that's who I'm picking. I just have a feeling. I don't know. I think he's gonna surprise some people. I can respect Sam Howell pick. What do you guys think about it? I think Howell's pretty good, honestly. Um, they already named him the starter. He's been playing well in preseason. Um, he should have probably been a first or second round pick. I don't know why he fell to the fifth. So I agree with that. And that's coming from a Clemson guy who doesn't like yeah. UNC. That's true. <laughs> Chris, That's what true. about you? What do you think? Do you think Sam Howell's the sleeper pick? Sam Howell. Now he has a uphill battle. Don't get me wrong. Like you can't compare him to like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, um, Mahomes. Uh, like he he could be a sleeper pick, but also I've seen quarterbacks start well and then they're mediocre. Like take for Sam Darnold. He came up thinking he was going to be the greatest at UN, uh, at NC, you know, at the Panthers. And he pooped out. And uh, it just really takes with good coaching. If his coaching really helps, if he has a good line, really, there's key factors, not just his talent, but as a team, he has to have ability and time to throw. And I think he has the skill. I'm not sure if his team has the skill. I think it'll be a struggle. I think he has to get out of the pocket when he can and understand when to let go of the ball. Um, I think that's the hardest for younger players is that they have 
the hardest ability to let go of the ball and just trust your wide receiver. Um, I, I really think he'll be good, but he has some fine tuning to get through. And that's fair. I mean, you're going to get that with any player that's young. They're always going to have rough patches, but you can't deny that his upside is high. I mean, oh, yeah. He played great in college. He's looked great in preseason, which you can only put so much stock into because you're not playing first teamers all the time. But I mean, you, they really couldn't have asked for him to perform better up until the start of the season. I mean, he's pretty much done everything that he needed to do to inspire some level of confidence. So we'll we'll see. What do you think, Wiles? Do you think what do you think about that? You think it's viable, not viable? Um, well, see, here's my thing, my theory. My theory is that everything is going to be much better for the commanders because Dan Snyder is gone. <laughs> so, That's true. You know, when you have a bad boss at work, right? What does it create? It creates a terrible, terrible atmosphere. And it just makes everyone not want to play for you. It makes no one want to be there. Your stadium's falling to pieces. Like, now, the boss is gone. So, I'm just saying, that ultimately, I think that's the Super Bowl for Washington this year. Whatever happens with Howell, all right, cool. Like, you know, if he's good, great for them. But, you know, the fact they got rid of Dan Snyder, I think is their ultimate. I think that's a ring right there, in my opinion. But... Uh, I mean, I agree. I mean, he, they've needed to get rid of him pretty much since he got there. So so I'm just saying they were pretty low to start. So eventually something has to go well. They made Taylor Heineke work for a few That's games. True. So, you know, Sam Howell probably has more talent, I guess, coming in. So I could see this working. I don't know. I think if I'm the commanders, like I'll be like my owner's gone. Thank goodness. But anyways, th I think that Sam Howell has a good shot at it. He has looked good in the preseason so far. He's got weapons, especially like Terry McLaurin. Like, I mean, he's got the uh, the weapons to do something. I mean, Taylor Heineke at the end of the year was winning games just off of like will, and they weren't that far off from making the playoffs and taking it from the Giants. So if Howell can show up, they might be a legitimate playoff contender that could rough up some teams. But that's what I think. Yeah, we'll definitely see. It'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's transition into Mr. Chris P's rankings. Uh, give us your best team in our league, Chris. All right. So I was, I believe I was the sixth pick. Right. And I have two takes on this. One, a team called Master of Puppets, which is Chelsea's dad, and his lineup. Let me pull that up. His lineup, the reason why I think he is one of the best is because he has Joe Burrow, which is arguably a top three to four, um, one to four quarterback, plays really well, has Jamar Chase, will rack up points. Great player. Eckler, I know people don't like Eckler sometimes, but Eckler does rack up points and for fantasy. Um, his second back is Connor, which with Kyler Murray out, their decision on not having a quarterback right, right now um, will inspire Connor to run more, which he's going to get a lot more touches because obviously the quarterback is not there. Uh, Terry McLaurin, if Sam Howell does well, 
he's going to crush his competition. And then he has Matt Pittman Jr., which if Anthony Richardson, Arn actually does well, he's going to get a lot of touchdowns. He does have Darren Waller going to the Giants. Let's go. There's upside for that with Daniel Jones coming in as a great quarterback, getting paid the, the bank, which he's supposed to. He's got to drop dimes to him, right? And then his flex is Hull, Evan Hull. Now, ultimately, yes, he probably won't get much upside to that. And yes, his his bench right now is not the best. So, but he has the Buffalo defense, and I think they will stop um, a lot of players to score on them. They've been pretty good. And then there is kicker is Jake Elliott. Now, but that being said. I compare him to mine, and mine arguably is the best. And you called me biased. <laughs> the reason why, and yes, I picked Patrick Mahomes 26 in the draft. Don't get me wrong. I drafted a quarterback way high because the value in quarterbacks, a good quarterback that's not injured is very rare. Chris Wiles can speak on that. His last season was terrible. Um, then I have Nick Chubb, consistent number one to five. Aaron Jones, he's consistent every single year. Amari Cooper, he's going, he's the number one for the Browns if Deshaun can actually get it through. Uh, I got Chris Godwin as the second wide receiver from the Buccaneers. Um, Taysom Hill, oh, don't get me wrong, but he was ranked third last year in tight ends. He is a hot Which pick. is just wrong. ridiculous He's if you really think about in. it. That's the best part. <laughs> oh, my you word. You never He's know. He's such a cheat code, bro. No, hey, I got him near the second to the last pick or third to last pick, somewhere around there. And then my flex is Pacheco. Now, yes, the Chiefs, will they run the ball? But I got him for the touchdowns. That's all I wanted uh, my defense is the Dolphins, which I think they're putting up a big run to be able to play some good playoffs, and I think they're going to go off well. And then who else can I draft but my good old Jay Tucker, the bomber himself. He was left alone all by himself, and he was second picked as kicker. You know who else went, who, who went first? Bucker, Harrison Bucker, of all people, Harrison someone Bucker? drafted him before Tucker. That's crazy. That's, That's a yeah. crazy blows my mind. Didn't I, he I not even have a good year last that, year? That is crazy. It was he had a terrible year last year. <laughs> terrible year, and I, I mean, think uh, Tucker dropped a sixty-five yarder last year. So, not to brag. Okay, to be fair, Tucker drops that every year. Yes. But not to brag, but I think my team's the best. Okay. That's a that's I spicy. admire your straightforward confidence. I respect it. Conlon, what do you think? Do you think he has an argument? Um, well, I don't want to reveal too much before I say mine, but uh let's just say he's tied for one in my rankings. Dang, I respect that. I'll, I'll get more into that though. Okay. Intent, wink wink. All Stay right, tuned Chris. for more. Chris, um, Who's your worst team? This is this is brief. It's, it's going to be Team Poyer. I'm sorry, but you <laughs> drafted a quarterback that's injured. You you have 50 million wide receivers that are, are not first. 
Um, and literally you have no backup running backs. Like I hate to say this, but unless you like find a gym of a running back, like, like your team, your team is like near the bottom. I'm sorry to say it. Wait, did the but... computer pick his whole team? Yes. Yes. And so, and he's a Patriots fan and he just happened to get Mac Jones. He picked him up off the waiver wire. Oh, okay. He, he yeah, picked yes. up Jimmy G and Mac Jones. Oh, great quarterbacks. At yeah. least they're playing. Kyler isn't even playing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why does something's better than nothing? Then? He's not started them yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm say, in the same boat, Preston. I, 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 I agree. He's. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Jack, if you're listening, but that's just how it is. Um, going more into it. My best pick out of the whole entire draft, I think, is probably fourth pick on the first round. McCaffrey was picked. Like, who, who, McCaffrey arguably is the one or two. Like, don't get me wrong, Saquon, people put Saquon there. He's three. You can put Derrick Henry, number one or two, and Justin Jefferson. But the thing of it is, McCaffrey can do anything. He literally carried the Panthers on his back. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to the 49ers to rest and to be able to recover. Homeboys throwing as the quarterback in the playoffs. Hate to say that, but literally he does everything. What more do you want from him? Yes, he might be injury prone. Yes, he might have up or down, but Fourth pick overall, that's crazy. You're crazy if you leave him. I am, you're, I, and not to say this to you, Wiles, but I was surprised when he picked Derrick Henry, who's going to get run too. into the ground and yeah. he's going to be by himself and he's not going to get rest or anything and he's going to get high injury prone compared to a McCaffrey who can rest, relax, and run in touchdowns. Look, so I'll get into my reasons later, but c- continue. Sorry, my That's bad. A, a little salty. <laughs> okay. But you know who else is salty around here? <laughs> Going into it to my fourth point. The worst pick. <laughs> I remember, and I want to paint a picture to all my viewers. I'm sitting on the couch waiting on Chelsea. She's going to pick the next pick. And it's round um, 198 pick. I was like, you know what? She's going to pick another running back, a backup running back, uh, some nice wide receivers. Chase Claypool was there. A-Chain was there. I was like, she's going to pick one of them out of all the people there. And then it pops up. Chelsea McBay chooses Justin Usech. It's Kyle Usech. Oh, my bad. Kyle Kyle Usech. But that's not <laughs> me and Conlon looked at each other like, what was that? And I, I remember asking Conlon, I hate to throw you out there, but I remember Conlon literally was like, don't tell Chelsea, but that might be the worst pick out of the whole entire draft <laughs> as he whispered oh, it to my chest. I was like, who picks them? And 100% honest honesty from Chelsea. She says, I got him for the uh, the touchdowns that they're going to have. And I was like, but they have four running backs. Why wouldn't he's they not have a running McCaffrey? back? He's a fullback. A 
okay? He only gets the ball on fourth down and on the goal line. There's a chance, okay? I'll have you know, I scrolled way down to find him. That's how slim it was. Oh, well, I'll, my I'll bad. say this. He had seven carries last year. That, that's what Chris <laughs> and I were talking about when you took him. That's fair. <laughs> Admittedly, I neglected to remember that. Well, that's okay. He's already off your team now, so it's like it doesn't count. That's true. Yeah. I did drop yeah. him. Okay, Mostly, but to be honestly. fair, mm-hmm. to be fair, he has had seasons where he has had touchdowns from goal line carries. So the historical argument for taking him is not terrible because he has had touchdowns. Obviously, in this offense, he's probably not going to have the same opportunity because they were a lot worse when he was doing that. Okay, but I just neglected to remember that. Okay, it's fine. It's. I mean, he is a talented player. It's just like for fantasy, he (laughs) won't get you much. But in real life, he's probably like the best fullback. I'm laughing at the fact, Chelsea, you were ready to defend a guy that you already yeah, dropped. I am ready to defend <laughs> him. You dropped him already. I, I, I have good reasons for taking him when I took him, okay? okay. I at least deserve a defense over here, all right? Fair enough. But yeah, admittedly, reflecting on my draft, that was probably the worst pick I've ever made since I started playing fantasy, which is saying something. So I, I would have to agree with Chris, but the people had to know my reasoning as to why I did it because I actually put a lot of thought into that pick before I made it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I noticed. Oh, I noticed. Uh, thanks. But with that being said, my sleeper player, I have actually have two players in mind. And they're both quarterbacks. Now, one I drafted, one I didn't. The sleeper player for the 2023 to 2024, I believe, will be Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes himself. I mean, think about it. He has a good tight end. He has a good running back. He has developing wide receivers. I think Developing people are hating. Is a curious word to use. I think I think I think we're hampering Daniel Jones way too hard, especially when we remember him. Yes, he tripped on an 80-yard supposed to be touchdown, but he has potential upside if his line can get it together. I think he has an upside to that, if not like Sam Howell. Now, my second choice that I would like to pick, and actually the, the pick I used was for Trey Lance. Now, yes, he's going, he got traded to the Cowboys. Yeah, for sure. Dak Prescott, he he has a name for himself. But we have to remember this boy literally decided to run in the playoff game for the last couple seconds just to screw it up and and then end the game. Like, I'm sorry to say this, but he did not look good during preseason. I mean, hate to say this too, but his corners were picking him off like it was candy. Sorry to say that, but he doesn't have potential like Trey Lance does. He's younger, faster, bigger. What more do you want from him? He's basically a better Dak Prescott too. But that's my hot take. What do you all think? I think that Trey Lance is going to steal Dak Prescott's job by the end of the year. I think Dak Prescott is already on shaky ground, and I think if he starts out playing bad, it's just a matter of time. Look at how well Cooper Rush did last year. I mean, he didn't play like a starter, but he played serviceable enough to be able to get them wins when Dak was out. And Trey Lance is a lot better than Cooper Rush. 
So I think that Trey Lance never really got a shot and that when he actually gets a shot in the regular season on a team that's not that bad, that he's actually going to do very well. I think it's just a matter of time for Dak. I think the writing's on the wall already. He's kind of just been mediocre since they took him, and they've been trying to stay with him, trying to stay with him, trying to believe in him. And you know, you already know a lot of that is Jerry Jones, right? Because he like is a dictator over the Dallas Cowboys. But I think they're reaching the end of their rope. Like they want to get somewhere and Dak has not gotten them anywhere. So that's why I think that he's on shaky ground. But I agree. I think that Trey Lance has a very high upside for this year. I kind of agree with Danny Dimes um, for this year. I think he's got the high upside with rushing. Um, I think he'll be a sleeper. Honestly, though, I don't think Trey Lance will be this year, but I think he's a dynasty sleeper. Um, unless Dak gets traded, I don't think Lance plays this year. But if something wild happened right before the trade deadline, then maybe so. I think it's not a question about talent, though. I think Lance is talented. Chris, what do you think? I think <clears throat> here's the thing. This is how this normally goes. Um, Dak Prescott has a decent to good regular season. Some games he looks like, oh, this guy looks like a top five quarterback, looks top 10. Some games he's scoring four touchdowns. He's leading a, a great offense. I mean, I'm sorry to bring it up, Chelsea. There was the 50-point game not too yes, long ago. Yes, yes, so there I are, know. So there are some times where the Cowboys in general. Everyone be just making look, me relive my pain on here. Same. So there are some times where I think Dak Prescott looks like he can lead his team to a Super Bowl. But then in the game against the 49ers last year, I mean, the 49ers were a very good team in my opinion, but but like Dak didn't have a good game. He, When it comes to the actual playoff time, he doesn't play that well, in my opinion. Make it to like the second round, which I mean, the Cowboys, they, they love making second round and then that's it. So I, I think the problem here is that he's going to do well in the regular season or good enough to where if he's having a bad game in the playoffs, they're not going to, yank their QB. They're not going to change anything, I think, is the problem. Um, they do have Tony Pollard actually playing, you know, full-time running back now, so that should probably be better for it. But here, you want to know the real reason Cowboys and Dak Prescott won't go that far? Let me tell you a story. Mr. Jerry Jones, years ago, back in the 90s, apparently once said, in his last Super Bowl ring, he told God, he said, God, if you just give me this one, I will never ask for another one again. And God gave it to him. And guess what? He has had no Super Bowls since that moment. So, truthfully, until Jerry Jones is gone, Dak Prescott isn't going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Gotta All right. That. So, I think that's the end, Chris, for your section. Now... Now we're transitioning Conlin. into the most interesting section. <laughs> yes. Mr. Conlon, our commission. All right. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. Okay. So uh, for best team, I think it's a tie between Chris. I mean, Chris obviously went through his team. Um, Patrick Mahomes is really strong. Mm -hmm. um, he's got some good running backs. Chubb's a really good running back, um, debatably RB1. Um, I think you've got some decent receivers. So, I mean, I think your team, your team was overall pretty good. Um, I did say that I think that my team is tied with that too. Um, and the reason I say that, I'll go ahead and go through my team as well. 
Um, I've got Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. I think he's like a mid tier two quarterback. Um, probably, I think I had him around like QB seven. Um, with him, you're going to get some good games. You're going to get some bad games, but I think with the ceiling there, uh, he'll be pretty good. Um, uh, pick I, I have as a high end backup just in case he pops off. Um, but no harm if he doesn't, uh, running backs. I've got B. John Robinson, Josh Jacobs. I fully expect both of them to be top five. Um, I've got Kenneth Walker, I think top 10 upside, uh, this might be a hot take. I don't think Charbonnet plays that much this year. Uh, I think Kenneth Walker still dominates that backfield. Um, Seattle's had track record of drafting high running backs. They don't use very much their first few years, uh, AKA Rashad Penny. Um, Zeke, I've got him as my RB four. I know he's splitting carries with uh, Stevenson, but if something happens to Stevenson and even just splitting carries, I think the talent trumps that. Um, but anyway, still on my on my bench, uh, Gus Edwards. I think he'll play a little bit. Dobbins potentially might hold out, so uh, that's something to develop. Cream Hunt, he's there if he gets signed. If he doesn't, no harm. Um, receivers, I've got Calvin Ridley. I think he's going to bounce back. Mike Evans, I think. I know they don't really have a good quarterback. They have Baker, but Mike Evans is so talented. Um, mm-hmm. I believe he's never had a season under a thousand yards, so he'll probably still hit that. Um. Michael Thomas is my number three. I think he ends up bouncing back, but again, he could fulfill team hospital. Um, <laughs> Cortland Sutton is my wide receiver for honestly, Sutton will probably end up starting at some point this year. Um, he's, he's Denver's only target right now with Judy out um, and Tim Patrick out for the season. So high upside there. Uh, tight ends, probably my weakest. I've got Dulcich and uh, Sam Laporta. I think Sam Laporta is a sleeper pick. I know with rookie tight ends, you typically don't take them, but he's already won the starting job. Um, Dulcich, I think, has high outside, but still I would say that's my weakest position. And then uh, Jets defense, 49ers kicker. Um, kickers, I'll probably you know sub that out at some point. But that, that would be my two um, there. And then for the worst team, I mean, I'll go with everyone else, Jack. Um, <laughs> Jack is yeah. just because you auto pick, dude. Like you know, you know football, but you auto pick. But um, yeah, just having one one quarterback in the draft with Kyler, and then uh, he's got two running backs on his entire roster. So if a lady bug lands on one of their knees, um, he's basically going to be starting Kendra Miller or Malik Davis from uh, free agency. So um, yeah, that's rough. That that Pretty would be rough. rough. For the best pick, I think there was a few really good picks. Um, I think the best one was by Chelsea's dad. Uh, his name's Dan. Uh, in the sixth round, he picked Terry McLaurin. Um, at pick, and we have a fourteen man league, and it's non PPR. Um, just for reference, but he got him at pick eighty three. And in my opinion, I think Terry McLaurin's probably going to be a top fifteen fantasy receiver. Um, even with how. As long as, the, as he recovers okay. from his turf toe, I think he has turf toe right now. Yeah, that's true. But he, I mean, talent's definitely there. Sixth round for Terry McLaurin is really good in a 14 man, honestly. Yeah, because that would be like round eight in most leagues. That's insane. Um, worst pick, I think it's close. I'm not gonna lie. There there was some bad picks. Um, but I will say, okay, no offense, but to this guy named Jared in our league. But I think he had the worst pick. He picked Aaron Rodgers in the third round, pick 38. Um, and oh, just to put put that in comparison, he picked Rodgers when Fields, Herbert, and Trevor Lawrence were still on the board. Um, so that one was pretty rough. Uh, but oh. I will I will say um, there, there was a couple honorable mentions here. 
Uh, the 49ers defense going in round seven was wild. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you don't what take do you... a defense above round 10. <laughs> I don't even remember that. What Who the even heck? took that? I don't even remember. Uh, it was Kyle. Bro, he, he had yeah. some some picks, let me tell you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you just don't take – you can stream a defense playing a bad offense throughout the whole season and just trade them out every week. Like, you don't need to take one high. Um, I understand his thinking, like, good defense. And, they, I mean, they are a good defense, but you don't have to spend that kind of capital on it. Um, and then I would say, honestly, it kind of a tie for that even would be Jerry Judy in round six. Uh, he broke his arm, and honestly, as a wide receiver, he's probably going to be hampered for that even from that even when he's back. Um, he's already the number two target on – uh, an offense that's a run a run first offense um so that doesn't really bode that well uh but also just to put that in perspective he picked him over uh mclaurin michael Pittman, and marquise brown oh so there there was bona fide stars there still oh yeah and also the fact that if russell wilson still doesn't get it together this year like judy's not going to do anything you know yeah yeah, even when he is back, um, and then by that that time he's already lost chemistry. Mm-hmm. I would have said a, a nice pick uh, if it wasn't a joke. Uh, <laughs> I would have said Adrian Peterson in round sixteen, but um, <laughs> look, by, man, by, by, by Chris here. <laughs> look, look, I knew he wasn't going to play, and I was you totally fine with that compared to someone who uh, thought someone else was going to play full time. So, <clears throat> Chris, you could have had Kyle Juszczyk. At least he's in the league. I'm sorry. I picked him last compared to you picking him, I don't know, 198. All right. <laughs> um, And then for sleepers, I think there's a lot of good sleepers. Um, I think the top one, though, for, for me, I would say is Rashad Bateman. Um, my dad picked him. Uh, in the 14th round, pick 188. Essentially, I think he's going to be a wide receiver too. Um, and I understand that Ravens aren't a pass-happy offense. Um, I think this is the year that they start passing more, though. I think with JK, um, with JK there, you know, we don't know how good he is. He's never really he's he's not really played that much. Um, Lamar's finally got good receivers. I think um, more than likely Bateman's going to be the the two over Flowers, especially the first half of the season. Um, Odell is inevitably going to get hurt at some point. Um, so I would say he's the top one. Chris, I think you had a good one in a chain though, like in the 14th round, he'll probably end up starting by the end of the year. Now remember he was there when Chelsea picked. Just I'm never going to live this down. Am I? Remember, I just want to let the viewers know he was a chain was there. Okay, well, I'll counter that with the fact that in the moment, I couldn't remember who he was, and I knew who Kyle Juszczyk was. Therefore, Kyle Juszczyk got the pick. Okay, sorry, A-Chain. I'll remember you forever now because I'm never going to live this down. Not once. I hope you watch From the three this. of them. Sorry, bro. I hope you have a great season. He's got crazy speed, though. Definitely mm-hmm. high upside. Just like most turn. That's cool. Wow. Any other honorable mentions? Um, I would say some other, like, I mean, just general sleeper players. I mean, Kareem Hunt, obviously, if he gets signed, he will be. Um, I think Laporta could be. Um, I Taysom Hill, I like Taysom Hill for, you know, basically get you can get him in the last round. He can play some quarterback. He can play some receiver. He can play some running back. Um, I had him last year. I mean, some games he would get, you know, 0. .9, but some games he would, he popped off like one game, got like 35, so. 
um, sleeper for sure. Uh, Jordan Addison, I think, could potentially be the best rookie wide receiver this year. Um, and then, of course, Sutton, I think I think he's going to be the primary target in Denver, as I said. So I think he's a sleeper, too. All right. Nice. Yeah, Conley, you got a solid team. I'm I'm scared. I agree. But you know, Till it's injuries. fine. He'll <laughs> injure. Yes, that's what gets everyone. But oh gosh. All right. Well, well I guess it's uh Mr. Chris Wiles's turn. Let's let's see what you got, dude. Okay. So for my best team in our league, I'm gonna say confidently. You know, no one has said anything about my team. So it's time for me to stick up here because what the heck? Like people, people have, you know, been ignoring my team. It hasn't been mentioned once. I guess it's good because I wasn't on the worst picks list. So I'll take that as like a W, but let's go through it here. Um, so let, let me tell you guys, some people are hating on me for this. I don't think this is that hateful of a move because we just said quarterbacks are such an important thing. So uh, at pick number 56, I went with Tua. Now, people are like, literally, what is wrong with you? The reason I went with Tua is because we needed quarterbacks. And and if you read literally what the thing on fantasy said, Tua, when he was healthy, was right behind Mahomes and Josh Allen for how good he was doing. And because he has guys like Tyree Kill, he can launch it and he's going to score a lot of points. So as long as the Dolphins don't put him out there while he has a concussion and he's, you know, walking around the field dazed, be fine. The team, I'm not worried about my quarterback as long as he's not hurt. Number one. So you're worried what? about him getting hurt, I hear. That's that's the only thing. If he's healthy, I think he's gonna be really good. The other I thing, would I would agree. If he's gonna be if he stays healthy, he will be really good. We've got Derrick Henry as my number one pick. Now I'm getting some flack for this one, which I don't really think I, I don't get it because Derrick Henry has been dominant when he's been healthy the past few years. Yes, he has had again a few injury problems, but what player hasn't? Come on now. Every player's had their problems. But then not only that, I got Joe Mixon, who had a very solid year last year. I've got DK Metcalf, who I think is going to up his fantasy production, in my opinion. Um, DJ Moore for Chicago. We were just talking about last week how we think Justin Fields is going to have a much better year. So I think DJ Moore is a solid guy to go to. He's his bona fide wide receiver one. Exactly. And so, and when was the last time the Bears had a wide receiver? Like a legit wide receiver one? Come on now. And then I got Evan Ingram as my tight end. Not bad. I guess we'll see where that goes. Chelsea was very high on Evan Ingram. And so we're going to see where that goes. Um, Brendan Ayuk as my flex. The Patriots defense. Look at the defense. It's probably going to change over time. Unless the Patriots just come out and just wipe the floor with everybody, then that probably will change. And then Evan McPherson as my kicker, who's a very solid kicker um, on the bench. So just in case, hear me out. I got Bryce Young and he has a chance to be a sleeper in my opinion. Now, will he? Um, Lord knows because his offensive line looks terrible right now. Like oh, just really one bad. Person. Just one person. What's his name? Uh, Icky is looking bad. Icky looks Dude, bad Icky right sucks. now. 
I don't know if he sucks yet. Or I I say he's saving it for the regular season. You know, maybe he only has a good a certain amount of play, good plays he can use, so he's keeping it in the back pocket. He's so, saving how much he's going to suck for the regular season. That seems counterproductive. We no. will see. But okay, Chris really wants to say something. Just say it, Chris. Okay, you do. Have you watched any of the preseason games? Any of them? Yes. Of and I know he's been bad. Homeboy literally lit up a dude and said, "You may pass like Gandalf. Let just let everyone through." And he said he went from "I'm ready" to "He's behind me." And I will say, yes, yes, Bryce Young did throw a touchdown with the Lions, but did you see Icky lit up? He literally moved five yards back, and that wasn't even a good, oh, uh, like a defensive line. I'm just saying. Lions are not known for their right ends. I'll tell you that. So, with that being said, Bryce Young will be running for his life like a little kid on a playground. It's kind of what he did in Alabama. Even with his stack team, he still ran around for his life. But that's just how he Not as much as he will with Carolina. Oh, don't worry. Anyone who comes here better have legs. That's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's why we Cam. had to get that's why we had to get Cam because the, you know, here you're gonna take hits. So we had to get a guy that could take as many hits as possible before going down. So I'm just saying. And then I got Dawson Knox, who's like either a touchdown machine or like nothing. So we'll see. Chase Claypool, I just drafted him because I was like, look. We'll see with him if he has a bounce back here. DJ Chark. We don't know with the Panthers receivers. Honestly, I think, um, you know, thinking a little bit of my sleeper picks, I do think Jonathan Mingo for the Panthers has a chance at being decent. We'll see how he does. Um, honestly, that whole receiving core is very unknown. Obviously, there's Adam Thielen there, but really fantasy players don't really know what to think of that that room so we're gonna see who ends up being the best receiver there so i picked dj chark just in case and yeah elijah mitchell is on the bench you know we got a solid team and as long as we're not injury prone which always happens we'll be fine my team is called sound entirely confident in your team Chris. no 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 i'm confident because i've literally two years ago when we played fantasy my team was awful we started out like one in five what did i do i just started grabbing people off the waivers man everything i saw was off waivers and let me tell you ended up second place in the whole league because i just went for fan or for waiver players so one could say you made it work we made it work. So that's why the team is called We'll Make It Work. Anyways. Just I'm- tell you now, with that being said, with your team being saying that and you're saying like all your players have been hurt, you literally went out of your way to pick players that have high injury priorities. Yes, you didn't take McCaffrey, but you took the second best. So Boy. that being said, quarterback and running back, Derrick Henry and Tua, Tua the concussion, and two of the twig, we're talking about the dude that snaps and also the dude that's old. So look, look here, you know, Conlon, like you said, high upside, but high injury risk. So it's a high rolling gamble. I mean, Wait, Henry's Chris, great. Yeah. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you take Vance McDonald? 
He doesn't exist in the league anymore. I would have, 1,000%. But I guess neither does Adrian Peterson, but, you know, somebody took him here. Um, Wiles, your starters are great, but I think the concern is if somebody gets hurt. Because, like, Elijah Mitchell is not going to come in and throw up, like, 20-point games. But, I mean, obviously, like, Mixon and Henry are great, you know? Yes, we're all in on the starters. The bench is where we're a little worried, but it is what it is. Okay, so that's why I think my team can be the best in the fantasy league. Um, the worst team, I, I hate to do it, but come on, man! Is it, this going to be a clean sweep? <laughs> it's a clean sweep. I'm sorry, Jack. <laughs> Kyler Murray is literally not playing right now. Like, come on! I we've said enough with him. We we already know. Moving on. Um, the best pick or at least in my opinion, what I thought was kind of surprising was the fact that at number nine, someone got Jamar Chase. Um, and I feel like Jamar Chase was a potential, like, could have been top five pick. And so the fact that he fell all the way to nine, I think that's a really good pick, in my opinion. That's like, I, I remember Chris calling me earlier through the week. He's like, you know, Chase or Jefferson, you know, and Jefferson was taken third overall. So the fact that... I mean, it went Jefferson, McCaffrey, Kelsey, Nick Chubb, Saquon, Pollard. Pollard was kind of a surprise, but I, I kind of get it. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, Jamar Chase is kind of a steal, a, like a low-key steal there. Um, worst. I had, during this podcast, I've had multiple debates on what the worst is. At first, I really thought I had my answer, and then... Just as you guys have mentioned things, and as I remember things, I'm like, oh yeah, I. So my my honest worst, yeah, it, I think it's Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, Jared, if you're listening to this, Aaron Rodgers. Like, I literally saw that and thought, why? Like, that's way too high for Rodgers. He wasn't gonna go anytime soon. It's not that he's gonna be terrible or something, but, but come on, at like 28, like 28. That's crazy. I was also going to say the fact that Jalen Hurts went at 16th above every other quarterback. Jalen Hurts was taken first. I was about to say that was my worst one, but but then the Rodgers. <laughs> then Chelsea oh, also Jared. tried to swipe in with um, use check. And then Chris also tried to swipe in with Adrian Peterson. So... I'm never going to live this down, am I? Uh, okay. Okay, there's a difference between me picking Adri AD, knowing I told Conlon he can witness this and he can attest. I said, I, who's the worst player and the oldest player that is on the fantasy team? He tried to find Tebow. I 100% <laughs> tried. And it doesn't surprise I, me. I also thought I could also find Philip Rivers on there too because he didn't declare his retirement yet, but he wasn't there either, which I was disappointed. Um. So, with that being said, to my honesty, I was trying to find a bad player. Now, with Chelsea, it's a different story, but... I will have all of you know, if Juszczyk scores more than one touchdown this year, I will have the last laugh. You dropped him. You don't believe in him. <laughs> That's true, but I still have the last laugh anyway, okay? 
I'm going to get, I'm literally never going to live this down. It's going to be 20 years in the future. And the Chris's are going to be like, Hey, remember that time you took Kyle? You check. No, 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 no. Not just the Chris's. Your own husband said this. Let's not just say it's just us two. I will say, I remember him and uh, me and him instantly looking up after looking at it, just locking eyes of like, are we witnessing something like this? Yeah, you, you, me and Trudeau, yeah. We all looked at you like, this is not right. What happened? But to be fair, the pickings were slim anyway. I was trying to be sneaky. (laughs) Obviously, it didn't work because he got seven carries last year, which I neglected to remember. But upside. Seven points. He's not not even on my team anymore, bro. But if he scores a touchdown this year, I will have the last laugh. No, because you've dropped him though. So we're just gonna nope, say, well, you nope. dropped him. So literally, no matter I, what happens here, nope. this is an L. Nah, I, think I just... still get the last laugh, bro. <laughs> okay. Watch and, him but... go off this year and have 10 one yard touchdowns. I will laugh at and... everyone. <laughs> okay, moving on. This is my turn. <laughs> what am I talking about? So yeah, I'm gonna say um Jared's pick for Aaron Rodgers that high. I was almost, I, I was kind of close to Jalen Hurts. I mean, but at least it makes some sense. He did stuff the fantasy stat sheet last year, um, even though he was hurt a couple games. But so I, and I do think that taking, I would have understood Mahomes or Allen up there, but, uh, or more, more like Mahomes, honestly. Allen's a little bit too high for 16, but Jalen Hurts, I guess we'll see because. Sometimes when quarterbacks have like their big Super Bowl year, then they come back the next year and it's just not the same. So we're going to see with that. I mean, look at Carson Wentz. He was he was very good. And then he got hurt, which I guess I know for him he got hurt. But still. Anyways, last thing here, sleeper pick. Um, I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker. Um, I think that he is going to be very good for Seattle. And I think that Gino, while... You know, he's going to be solid and he's going to get a lot of the credit, which is deserved. Um, I think that Kenneth Walker is going to be a big time safety valve for Gino in that offense. And I am looking forward to seeing my boy rip and tear through defenses. So he is my sleeper pick. Michigan State Spartan right there. He ripped and tore through the whole Big Ten when he played there, so. Seeing him do it in the NFL would not come as a surprise to me. More importantly, he is a Wake Forest um, guy for three years until then Michigan State took him. So, But let's be honest, though. He is known to be a Michigan State Spartan. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's pretty much it for today. So, guys, thanks for doing this. Conlon, want to say thank you for joining us today. Yes, yeah, fun having, having you on. Yeah, C- congrats, Chris. You've made it through your second episode, and I think the fiery background is very fitting for you because the internet's gonna love one. you. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, me one, too. Chris? Yeah, I have a better one. Oh no! Actually, it was requested. Actually, oh. it was requested. What What yeah. are you about to show us? Who is putting requests in for your backgrounds? Um, you you'll have to see and stay tuned. You know, is it a picture of Kyle Yuschek? Oh, it sure is. How did you know? <laughs> that's the that's the best photo out of all of it. Okay, all I'm right. just saying. 
So then let's go, go there. So Chelsea, you want to do us, get us out of here? Yeah, I'll take us out of here. So thanks for listening, guys. Tune back in next week for more content. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at LaunchCodesFB and on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at LaunchCodesFootball. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Chris. I'm Chris. And we will see you next week. Bye. See ya.